I have a very vivid memory of laying on my living room floor with my notebook spread out all around me and the lesson pulled up and really taking the time to think through that and really work those brain dump prompts in a way that was helpful and thorough so that I could then come to a place where that was a, a legitimate filter that I was mm -hmm. seeing the world through. Welcome to the Simplified Organization Podcast, 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing our homes and family life cheerfully to the glory of God. We can actually enjoy housework and love being homemakers when we focus on truth and work with gratitude. I'm Misty Winkler. I am a homemaker and homeschooler. My husband and I have been married for 22 years and we live in Moscow, Idaho with our five kids, although only three of them are still living in the same house with us, two are graduated. I write and podcast at Simply Convivial and I run Convivial Circle, a community helping women to excel at homemaking and do life cheerfully. And today I'm joined by a longtime Convivial Circle mentor member, Allie Silva Monroy. Hey there. Allie is an originally reluctant homeschooling mom of three, and very soon their family is adding a fourth little one through the gift of adoption. She spends her days nurturing connection, bringing order to chaos, and practicing doing all of that in ways that are life-giving to her people and honor God. So thank you so much for joining me today, Allie. Yeah, thanks for having me. So what does your life look like these days and where are you at in that adoption process? <laughs> well, we booked flights this week, so things are getting very real and um, very chaotic. Um, my husband was laughing because he said, well, we, we've only got a couple of things that we've got to get done before we leave and, you know, listed off the couple of outdoor winter prep projects that were left on our list. And I laughed and said, I'm really glad that that is your list, but um, mine's quite a bit longer. <laughs> um, while you're at work, here are the things that will be occupying our time here at home as we get ready. So uh, all of the things, it's a, it's a long trip. We will be gone for probably at least six weeks, if not closer to two months. So um, that's, I've never done that as a homemaker before. I've yeah. done college, traveled extensively but never when I had my own home that needed to be taken care of and thought about in our absence. So um, there's lots to do right now in prep for that. And and then with the holidays, just all the normal, normal for Thanksgiving, but then not for Christmas because we won't be here for Christmas this year. But yeah. and your whole family is going? Yep, all five are going. So we started our school year a little extra early this year so that whenever the plane tickets were purchased, we knew that we had flex time built into our school year. Um, and it's kind of nice that it's working out to be during the holidays because that's a slow time anyways for schooling stuff, you know, mm -hmm. wrapping up and all the festivity that's going on. So um, yes, all five of us will go. And my husband's family all still lives in Colombia, and so we'll spend some time with his family and then we will do all of the process of picking up our baby girl and 
bringing her into our family and and then all the official pieces of getting visa appointments and all of those things so mm -hmm. well, that's good that you have time to have that happen yes yes yeah so that's what the immediate world looks like in my world um and then on a just sort of normal if we weren't in the midst of adoption it it's um you know, balancing. This is our sixth year homeschooling, which I still have a hard time believing. I still feel like my oldest is in kindergarten, which is not the case. He's a fifth grader now. And, uh, but to tell someone this year, yeah, this is year six for us. And to realize this is the first year, it feels like we've really found a good groove. And a lot of that has come from acknowledging that this is my job mm. and I need to treat it such um and that that doesn't mean that it's all drudgery or all difficulty um but to give it its due place in my time budget and my mental space and to acknowledge that it it does take um it takes planning it takes effort it takes conscious work on my part and that uh I need to take it seriously because it's my children's edu education um, and their formation. And so giving it its proper place in my, in my practical time budget and, and what that means for being prepared and not overloading our schedule so much that I don't have the mental space to prepare well for each day. Yeah, it, when it's important work, it's like it's okay that it takes time a yeah. chunk of time and a chunk of energy and a chunk of planning yeah. yeah and I think the energy piece is often harder to measure because we think you know my kids are 10 8 and 6 and uh, it's important for me that they have ample free time to explore interests and my kids love reading and so they want free reading time and that's great we um highly encourage that but um, so sometimes what it means is that school hours on the calendar don't look like they're going to take up the whole day. But the reality is, even if we're not doing school, doing school, you know, for eight of the hours between all the interruptions of making lunch and letting the dog out and um, homemaking tasks, plugging those in as well, they they also take a significant portion of mental energy and if I, what I've learned about myself is that if I'm going to do this thing well, to the best of my ability, to my children's benefit, to God's glory, um, and that most often has to do with my attitude. Um, if I'm rushed because I've overscheduled us, or I have said yes to too many other things, then my attitude is what is most quickly at stake or at risk of <laughs> being in the dumps um, it, of me reverting back to this is only about checking off the boxes as opposed to cultivating an atmosphere in our home. Yeah. And so um, acknowledging that the, the mental energy that it takes is just as significant as the clock time that it might take or not take. Um, and I have to allow myself margin for that. Do you remember how long you've been in convivial circle or what prompted you to join? It was, 
and start doing, you know, the time budget stuff, all that. I feel like you've uh, been around for forever. I have. Okay. Um, so I think it was probably 2018 is my guess of when I joined. Um, and I originally joined just to do humble habits. Okay. And I contemplate, I was, I was thinking about doing the simplified organization trio, but hadn't decided for sure if I wanted to commit, could commit the mental energy and space for that was going to follow through or not. Um, and so humble habits was a really great start. And I remember just how impactful, even just habit number one of, well, the, the two habits probably for me in that first go through were drinking water and prayer. Um, and the idea that prayer can be something that is a habit that is tied to other actions. So I picked washing my hands. So the number of times that you wash your hands in a day really <laughs> are many. Um, and um, I still, I came up with a little tune to um, the scripture that I had chosen. And still to this day, it pops into my head. Um, and so that was, that was when I started was for humble habits. And I remember my husband commenting um, something sometime in those six weeks of him noticing the difference it was making on one of the things. I don't remember which one, but the fact that it was obvious to him within even just a short amount of time. And I wasn't talking about it much with him. I thought I was just doing it. And, um, and it was encouraging to see that there was progress and it was visible to more than just me. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was, that's where I started, but I think it was probably about 2018. So we're in 23 now. It's probably been five-ish years. So then you've done the community coaching, like every time, <laughs> you know, a lot of, a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I sign up for it knowing that I just want the emails to be coming through um, because out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> um, okay. and so just to be getting those emails every Friday and I at least skim through them, even if I am not in a season where that particular lesson is one that is needful to be focusing on or, um, you know, like in this, in this last go through, um, that has been most of my effort has simply been reading them, reminding myself, and then intentionally picking which lessons I have gone back to and worked through, even if it's not the same week that everybody else is doing them. Um, but, you know, each time you get a little bit more or a little bit different yeah. um, focus. So that's been helpful. So I often have signed up for it knowing this is not a season that I'm going to go whole hog. And that has been one of the growing points, right? It has been, <laughs> I, I remember the first time that I went through it and feeling like I needed to keep up and I needed to do all the things and I needed to, um, you know, be a good student essentially, mm -hmm. <laughs> but in American modern education sense of the word, not in the actual learning how to learn well and noticing progress um side of things <laughs> it always makes me happy to hear because a huge part of the way we structure and what I keep trying to remind people because it is 
just counter to the way we usually think about doing things it's like, oh, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to commit. That means I'm going to do every yeah. step. And it, it really is just about keeping your head in the game and not about doing all the things, but just doing what works with where you're at. Yeah. Yes, for sure. So there have been certain lessons that um, I have done multiple times, probably a couple lessons that I really haven't hardly yet gone into. Um, and so um, the vocations lesson has been one of the most impactful for me multiple times. Um, I remember laying on my living room floor the first time that I was going through it and really working through that lesson. Um, I have a very vivid memory of laying on my living room floor with my notebook spread out all around me and the lesson pulled up and really taking the time to think through that and really work those brain dump prompts in a way that was helpful and thorough so that I could then come to a place where that was a, a legitimate filter that I was mm -hmm. seeing the world through. Um, and I recently have, I, just this last few months, I've redone them and they're not totally different. Much of it stays the same, um, but some new filters that I was seeing things through and my adjectives and my statements this time through have been, um, an improvement from the first go around and, and much feel much more fitting. I feel more confident in what it is that I'm supposed to be doing, not what I think I'm supposed to be doing based on what everybody else says I should be doing. Right. So, um, that's been a huge area of growth for me throughout that process. I love that. I love that because that initial time investment of the activity paid off a long time and still needed to be iterated both. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it feels like some of the most helpful things are that way, you mm -hmm. know? Um, sometimes there's the idea of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But sometimes those end up being powerhouse units in a way mm -hmm. of, um, sometimes of productivity, sometimes of contentment in where you're at, because you can say, I, I know that this is a good thing. I've got a good thing going here. And also it's an area that because I'm confident in it, or it is working well, I, I feel confident in making some tweaks that could make it even better and serve my family and myself even, even more. Well, and working through it again and just making little tweaks is a way of being engaged with it yeah. and, and keeping it yeah. fresh and applicable instead yeah. of just like put away. <laughs> yes. Yes. So vocations, are there other practices? Well, and you've mentioned time budget too. What have you seen that's made the most difference as far as progress or just continuing to be seeing fruit um intervals are another one of those ideas that have helped me <laughs> so we've been um doing lots of research on ADHD in our family and because at first because one child and then as we did research oh maybe also this other child <laughs> Um, 
And then more recently, my husband and I both have said, um, well, maybe the apple didn't fall that far from the tree. And um, so we've been laughing about that, but also looking at like, okay, well, how how could this potentially really truly be impacting um, a lot of how our family operates or fails to operate for, mm -hmm. for lack of a better term, um, ways that we definitely have room for growth, right? And so one of those has been picking projects that we're working on, but then as soon as a new project pops into my head, then that's the thing that I want to focus on. Um, and so intervals has been helpful for me in being able to name thoughtfully what matters the most in this season and knowing that this season is relatively short. And this is not a forever statement. This is a, for right now, I'm going to say no to these other things because I can see I've written down and I've actively thought through why this other thing is actually more important for our family right now. Mm -hmm. um, and so the process of interval planning on a regular basis has allowed me to be at peace with saying no to certain things because I know that I'll get another chance to reevaluate. And maybe that thing is one that continues to not be getting put on the plan but it's not because I'm forgetting about it or neglecting it or saying, no, this doesn't matter. No, it's just that there are some other things that right now in this season matter more. And um, so that's been a really helpful process. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the quote is, but urgent instead of important because you haven't paid attention to really truly naming what is most important and giving it its place. Mm -hmm. So that's been part of this year too, saying school is the thing on my top three every day that is a school day. Yeah, it's boring that that's one of my things. <laughs> one of my things and I need to name it. And it's okay that there are days that make dinner and do school are two of my top three. Mm -hmm. um, so to have the freedom to say that's okay that's that's good even right that is not that I did nothing all day yeah. that is it exactly what I was called to today yeah and it's so easy to not even count the normal things that we do to make the to-do yeah. list and everything's extra and then yeah. like, oh I didn't do anything it's like well it's not actually true right <laughs> yeah no I actually did a lot um it's just that it's the same stuff I did yesterday also, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> the time went where it was supposed to go. Yep, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, that's another principle that I have really, um, that's been transformational for me is the idea that my list will never be done. And that's not because there's a problem. Right. And I can get to the end of a day or a week and still have plenty on my to-do list that didn't get done. But as long as I was faithful and diligent and fulfilling those callings that God has put on my life day in and day out, then I can be at peace with knowing that, that I was faithful and that that is what matters. Um, and sure, maybe there's some things that absolutely have to get done. And so I 
you know, prioritize those the following week or tell my husband like, Hey, we really got to, this thing has to happen this weekend. Let's make it happen. Um, and call on the teamwork. <laughs> it's raining here tomorrow on it's forecasted terrain. And there are still lots of leaves on the ground. And I'm like dealing with leaves is the worst. Um, and, um, so I told my kids today, I was like, look, today's not a school day, but it is a, you are helping because we got to work together and get these leaves up before the rain comes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So all the tools are just ways to make those choices intentionally. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the other idea that has been really helpful with um, interval planning has been staying the course, right? That mm-hmm. I took the time. I planned this out. I was thoughtful and careful in what I put on this piece of paper. And so now what faithfulness looks like is steadfastness. It's staying the course. It's not being blown about by the winds of whatever child has something that they want to do that's outside of faithfulness in the plan or grown up child feels like doing something that would take me away from Uh, take my attention and my focus away from what I'm actually supposed to be doing. So just staying the course um, and knowing that just like in a sprint, it's not forever and stick with it. Keep sprinting until the sprint is over and then pause and regroup. And, and maybe the next interval might look exactly the same again, Um, or maybe it'll look totally different. And, and, but to know that I was faithful in the day to day, um, has, it's also given me, it it has helped me having this structure to feel like I, I actually feel like I have more time for some of the extras. Um, so faithfulness and sticking with the plan has helped me to also get other things done because it's, it, it's given me the peace of mind to know, yeah, I was faithful in what I was called to on these other days. And so now I have these pockets of time that I can make use of in ways that before felt like, I don't know when I'm going to get that thing done. Thank you so much, Allie. This has been a great conversation and encouraging. And Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Now is the time to join us for a homemaking boot camp in 2024. Our kickoff workshop is happening this week on Thursday. And we close the group to really get going and get to know one another and do the accountability thing on Monday. So if you want to use your 2024 to be a more competent and cheerful homemaker, then join us for Simplified Organization Community Coaching. Just go to simplyconvivial.com and click the green enroll button to get started. We're going to work through all areas of our home management so we can organize our attitude, streamline our homemaking, and work our plan all for the glory of God. And we would love to have you join us. That's simplyconvivial.com. Click the green enroll button. Community coaching is included in your enrollment along with everything else in Convivial Circle. It's a great deal. Our signature program that we only start twice a year 
and we are so excited to kick off this new year and we want you to see progress. So join us.